Okay, so today, today was one of those days where I just felt like, you know, I feel like I'm, like, God has encouraged me. He definitely, I feel like yesterday with the message that I had, I felt like a lot of encouragement from God. I definitely felt a strong encouragement from God and reminder from God. I definitely feel like I'm still battling and fighting these witches and these demons. I did just get another encouraging message from somebody, but, you know, I will not lie. Um, Today, something that stuck out to me, I was listening to gospel music, and yes, gospel music works. Almost feels like it just holds you over, though. Like, with gospel music, I, I can't even lie. Like, after what I've seen and after, you know, getting to a certain level with God and really seeing what's really going on in the spirit and how much we don't know as Christians, how much we are susceptible to when we think that we are safe, and how much we just choose to ignore when we don't want to do the work. Listening to gospel music and even encouraging words, or sometimes, a lot of times, these preachers' sermons, it feels like it's just holding you over. And that's not even, it's, and honestly, that's only if that's what, you know, if that's good enough for you. Because I realize, like, you can listen to the gospel music and lift God up. You can worship God. You can tithe. You can go to church. You can do whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing. But because we're not perfect and we've made mistakes, yes, we're forgiven for our sins, but there are still consequences to our sins. And in the spirit, we do have the devil preying on us. The scripture says that, you know, be careful because the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And what I found lately is that there's a lot of spiritual laws and they're in the Bible, but it's like. You can know the Bible front to back and you still won't know a lot of these intricate spiritual laws. And the devil takes a lot of pride and a lot of, you know, he's very confident, you know, and very, I don't know. The word I'm looking for is, you know, when he's arrogant, he's very arrogant and he knows that we are ignorant to a lot of these spiritual laws. And it's like, I'm learning them as I go, but a lot of times we the ignorance is what gets him ahead. The ignorance is what keeps him able to drag souls down to Sheol so, uh, like, so, like, so easily and in mass amounts because we are ignorant. And you would be surprised, no, you wouldn't be surprised, but... It, it's interesting, you know, it's a lot of Christians being dragged down to hell. A lot of Christians going to hell. And from what I've seen, like, Christians can be comforting. Christians can be, you know, good people. Christians can be, you know, definitely helpful. But... As far as actually being called, answering to your calling, being anointed, you are that too. But it's like with God, you have, and I'm the only reason it, it sounds like I'm stumbling over my words, I'm trying not to say the wrong thing. 
But what I'm really trying to say is that, you know, a lot of us as Christians, we are in our ignorance. We are very ignorant to what's going on in the spirit and the devil is benefiting from that. And we are blindly leading the blind, blindly being led because we don't know all the things that are really possible. And what we don't, what we like to tell ourselves a lot of times is that, you know, witchcraft, all that stuff, like it has nothing, like it has no, you know, it's no comparison to God, which is true. But a lot of the different things we preach and we say are general statements. And we need to be very specific. Now, witchcraft, it does, is no power, there's no witchcraft power that's ever compared, that ever can compare to God's power. Absolutely. But that does not mean that it cannot devour you. Because it cannot compare to God's power. You need to be where God's power is. And just because you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and just because, you know, you read your Bible sometimes, or just because you worship God and you listen to gospel music, that's not enough. It's not enough. And I'm not saying this to condemn anybody. I'm not saying this to judge anybody. I'm not saying this to make anybody feel like they're not enough. I'm just saying this because I'm genuinely concerned about the ignorance in the Christian community. Like, I literally read my Bible and, you know, every single day, not just on Sundays. And, you know, I wasn't listening to gospel music all the time. I was definitely listening to secular music. I don't listen to gospel, um, secular music anymore. And that's definitely very important. Um... But, like, it was just a lot of different things I was doing. I thought that was okay, and I thought that was just normal. For example, like, a lot of different things that we don't, you know, we won't necessarily think is super important or makes a major difference, like our hair. It says in the Bible, you know, leave your hair alone. Don't touch it. Let it grow out. Like, you just don't style it. Don't, you can't worry about your hair because when you're worried about your hair, you're too worried about your appearance. And it's not about outward appearance. It's about inner beauty inner righteousness so when you're too worried about how you look and when you're outside looking you've already committed sin and that's sin like the bible says if you look at someone and you find them attractive you've committed lust in your heart so you cannot be out here trying to look attractive as a woman you cannot even care about you know attractiveness and a lot of people disagree with that like i can't look good i can't try and look attractive like how will i find a husband well are you going to find the husband that you that your godly you know kingdom spouse your god ordained spouse when you are worried about outward attractiveness don't you want him to love you for who you are and people say yes but i want him to be attracted to me and it's like that's the thing like we 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 have we have this twisted and perverted mindset it's not our fault it's the world we live in but it is also our fault because we see what the what God says in the bible and we tend to overlook certain things or most things because we say well that's you know either we say it's different it's a different time or you know it's more we feel like it's more casual because we look around and we see how much everybody else is doing and how much everybody's doing and how we see it as okay and we don't think it's anything wrong with it or we think that you know out of you know all the things that I am trying to do or I'm trying to work on that's minor I can continue doing that and the thing about it is that's it all makes you weak it all makes you susceptible to the devil and if the devil's prowling around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, the intricate things matter. And I I know that a lot of people think, well, it's the bigger things. And But God said all sin is equal. 
So what is the bigger thing? And the devil, he don't discriminate on a small sin or, or, or big sin. Whether you're gossiping or whether you're murdering, he's still, you know, he's still trying to drag you down to hell with him. Regardless of what you're doing. And that's the problem because it's like, I'm not trying to say this like, I don't, you know, like, I'm, I feel like I'm better than anybody or anything. Not, I won't even mention that. I don't feel like that's even what I insinuated. It's just, I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad about themselves or feel any kind of way. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to say, like, this is something I've learned and I'm concerned. I'm concerned because... The thing about it is, like, you know, it's the small things that we just don't consider. Like, if you wear your natural hair, you might think that's, well, that's, you know, I'm already wearing my natural hair. But what you need to understand is, like, it's it's even, you know, combing. I want to say it's even combing your natural hair. You might say, what? Like, not combing my hair? Like, what? Like, yeah, you, you literally aren't supposed to be worried about your outward appearance. You're not, like, you let it not up. You're not supposed to worry about your hair at all. Leave it all to Yah. And it's it's really so many different intricate things. It's almost everything. And I know you can't, we can't do everything. And that's what's so horrible because it's like, I've learned what, what God has shown me while I've grown in this relationship with him is it's literally everything. It's the water, it's the food, it's the, it's even the air we breathe. It's the places we live. It's the places we go. It's the it's the things we buy, the things we pay attention to. It's everything. It's the entertainment. It's everything. It's the people that we even entertain. It's everything. So if I'm being honest, what, what you're doing when you are worshiping God, when you are dedicating your life to God, but you're not doing everything that's necessary, you're fine. You know, you'll be okay. God got you. I want you to know that. Like, I know you know that, but, you know, I'm not trying to say that he's not going to protect you. He can't protect you. But what I'm saying is that, you know, even though I was wrong in a lot of ways, like, I definitely, and I'm not saying that I was where I was supposed to be, but I definitely was, you know, a child of, not a child of God. Like, yeah, we're all children of God, but I definitely was reading my Bible every day. And I definitely was, you know, trying to make changes in my life and trying to grow. And witchcraft, you know, was able to be placed on me, you know. And we think that, you know, even the Bible says a curse without a cause will not, you know, will not go through. But regardless of that, like, it it can, it will. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, what I'm trying to say is, out of all that you're doing, it's not enough. And these witches out here, they really will be able to put this witchcraft on you. And what's, what we need to understand as Christians is that, you know, even though you feel like this, you know, it, you're doing enough or you're going to be okay no matter what, God's going to protect you regardless. What you need to understand is that, you know, these witches and these demons and these sorcerers and these wizards and these warlocks, they know all the secrets, they know everything. They know all the little tips, all the little tricks, all the little intricate details to drag you down. And if they're able to have one up on you, if they're able to, you know, beat you to it, if they're able to, you know, drag you down or entice you into even one small little thing, that could mean your life. You don't, we don't understand and we don't know it that these accidents has been caused on a daily 
in the in traffic these random um just murders and deaths all these random things you don't like a lot of us like to believe oh it's just a coincidence or maybe they just you know we like to put it on different things and we don't understand that these witches these sorcerers these these wizards these warlocks in the world they cause these accidents they make it look like an accident and when they drag when they kill these people the people that die they get to take with them they take their power they send them to hell and they call them cattle you are called cattle whether you are a uh, avid attender of church, excuse me, whether you att- whether you attend church avidly, whether you're a child of God, whether you're anointed, all of these things, you don't understand you're still susceptible. You have open doors, you have portals open in your life. And you may say, well, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm reading my Bible, etc. Okay, well, it's the, it's everything. You have to do it all. You have to do everything that God is intending you to do. You have to try so you have to try your best. You have to focus your hardest. You have to pray every single day. You have to educate yourself. You have to want to grow. You have to seek him with a genuine a genuine and contrite heart every day because these witches they know. They know these small details. They know these secrets. They know these spiritual laws and you know what they're doing in the spirit. They are preying on you. And when they get your soul, you're saying to yourself, it's, you can't touch me. I'm a child of God. You are not supposed to be able to touch me. You should be inflamed by the Holy Spirit. And guess what they'll say? They'll say, oh, but you drink coffee. Coffee? Yes, coffee. You're not supposed to drink coffee. They'll say, oh... But um, you you go out. You're not supposed to go out. Do you drink hard liquor? Do you drink anything outside of wine? You're not supposed to do that. You're not even supposed to drink wine a lot. Like it's really it's everything. It's it's really everything. When you're wearing hair that's not yours, fake hair, you're making yourself weak. Going to hair salon at all. Making yourself weak. Doing your hair at all. Making yourself weak. Using these products on earth. Making yourself weak. All of this stuff makes you, makes you weak. And you would think, you know, but I went to church and I did what I was supposed to do. And that day, you know, I was supposed to be protected. And the thing about it is they are, they know that, first of all, they are drawn to the Christians who are living idle lives. They're drawn to you. So if you're living an idle life, like they can, they'll just, you'll just be grouped up, whether you call yourself a Christian or not, you'll just be grouped up with the people who, who don't even have a religion or who aren't Christians. Like, how do I explain this? Without like making it too complicated. The the simple way to say it is. You know, every single thing that you're not doing that God has intended you to do in that Bible or working towards doing every single day makes you susceptible. And we know that we just think that, you know, as long as, you know, it it can't can't be that serious. We think it can't be that, you know, important if everyone's doing it. And you will find that the witches, they are feeding off of these small details when you're not fasting, when you are 
you know, not dressing modestly. Like if you wear anything tight, you're if you're a woman and you wear pants, you're supposed to wear skirts or dresses. When you wear your hair uncovered as a woman. When you pray with your hair uncovered as a woman. These things are very important. All of these things are very important. As far as a man, when you are drawn to women, I mean, like you're supposed to like women, but you are not supposed to care about that kind of stuff. You're supposed to be, first of all, worried about a wife, but more than anything, worried about God. Worry about your wife if you have a wife. And I don't know. Like, I still have to learn. I still have yet to. This is a question I have. I still have yet to learn about, you know, as far as looking at your wife in a lustful way. But you cannot look at women and think they're attractive. That's create. That's committing lust in your heart. So if you're a man and you ever see a woman and say, she's attractive. The devil can use that. He can use that. And I don't, you know... It's so easy to, I noticed that a lot of Christians are, a lot of Christians easily, you know, push a lot of stuff I say and a lot of things that I take serious or a lot of things I say to take serious to the side because they've already done that. And they think that if I have to do all this, it's too hard to be a Christian. I'm just going to do what I can do and trust God after that. And all of that is fine and dandy, you know, but you don't know. You don't know. You can't be sure. And granted, if you get into heaven, it's not about your goodness. It's about God's goodness because we're all wrong. We're all wrong. But it's it, once you see what's going on in the spirit, spiritual realm and you see the demons that are actually preying on us each and every say, single day and daily in and out of our lives, especially Christians, because you are a target when you pray. You're a target. You will say that's a good thing. Yes, it is a good thing, except for when you actually make, when you slip up, when you make one small mistake. And we make those daily. Jesus protects you, but you have to help him. So it's a good thing when you are on, even on the radar. Yes, that's a good thing because that means that Satan, you know, that means you're doing something. You're actually helping you're actually moving in the spirit and that's a great thing but the problem with that is you cannot stop doing that you cannot you know fall short because when you start moving in the spirit they are waiting on you to fall short matter of fact they're praying on you so that you fall short and as soon as you do they're hoping that they can take you they're trying to take you. We are targets when you pray. Because you do have angels around you. You do have a power. You become a target. And I'm telling you that it makes these demons so angry every time you pray. They get angry. They are very angry. And if you ever think that you have a choice after that, you do. But you just need to understand what your choices are. Your choice is to keep praying or go to hell. Keep keep fighting and moving forward, making progress or go to hell. 
You cannot turn back. You don't get to turn back. You don't get to go back. Because if you go back after you've already started and gotten started, that your 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 torment, your torture is going to be worse in hell because you have to understand that you've already started angering these demons with your prayers. You're moving things, you're making things happen, and you're inflaming them with the Holy Spirit with your prayers. Then if you turn back, they say, Yeah, we was waiting on you. They say, Yeah, I'm glad. I'm they they celebrate when you come. They celebrate when you show up in hell. Because they're so mad and they're so angry that you tortured and tormented them. That's what they say. They said, This is the one who tortured and tormented me and have the nerve to show up here in hell. When you start praying as a Christian, you have to dedicate yourself to that. You can never go back. You can never go back. Because when God says it'll be worse for you, he means it. And they know these tricky laws, these, excuse me, tricky legalities, spiritual legalities. They know the spiritual laws. And they can legally attach themselves to you. They can legally attack you. They can legally move in your life based off of these Different things that you're doing and falling short every single day. And we don't understand that witches, they send demons out every single day. There's millions of demons. Billions even. They have a certain number of demons like assigned to them by Satan to help them get done what it is they're assigned to do. You are blessed to be chosen by God to go on a mission though. But let me tell you what that consists of. So I I have been chosen on a mission. And they assigned to me, you know, well God assigned to me a city. He assigned to me a city and the people in it. But Satan assigned you know, pretty much the I want to say the sorcerer that is, I want to say that's been terrorizing this region because they thought that they were the ruler of this region and they do not rule anything. Let me tell you, when I first got here, they spoke about kings and queens of this region. And we live in America, a democracy. There hasn't been a king or a queen in America since I don't think ever. Not that we know of. And there are kings and queens of certain regions of this world, of this country, regardless of what these, you know, worldly laws are. And in the spirit, they there are different laws. And this sorcerer is in control, not in control, but has been terrorizing this region and calls, calls himself a, I don't know, king or queen or both ruler of this region. And God says, you don't, you don't, you actually don't have any power. You don't rule over this region. I'm going to send somebody to take you down. But all the way up until now, they have been terrorizing the people in this region. And God told me to send me on this mission to free them from this, you know, terror, the terror that they have been inflicting on the people of this region. And if I told anybody this in a, in a church, they'd be like, oh no, that's all in your head. That's not real. That's not really happening. You, you know, you give power to what you believe and that's not true. But I'm telling you that 
if you keep yourself on a certain level of Christianity, you will be blinded. And God showed me that when I was at a certain level, I was still protected. But he showed me the group of people who keep themselves in the in the in the blind. When he tries to reveal things to them, he tries to when he tries to call them to another level, they aren't they don't they don't they don't want to go. They don't want to be called. They don't answer the call. And so it's like a group of kids, group of, excuse me, people like children grouped up that, you know, they're blind in the spirit, blind. And he has to just, you know, kind of like walk them around. Don't you know when you were in kindergarten and your kindergarten teacher is like, everybody grab onto the rope. That's like like that. These are the people who decide not to be called. These are the people who decide not to wake up. These are the people who decide not to step up and do what's necessary. So if you're okay with everybody, you know, taking care of you, if you're okay with getting by off someone else's prayers, that's fine. You know, just hold on to the rope. Jesus will lead you out. Jesus will protect you. Yes, he will. But he's calling you to join this fight. And what you need to understand, if you really are a real Christian and you really care about your brothers and your sisters, then you should care that there are people who have come out of that. And they are called to join this fight and they have joined this fight and they need your help. They need your help. If you saw the demons that prey on you, prey on your children, prey on your family, prey on us every single day, you would want to help. You would be like, oh, no, no, you didn't. Not my people. Not my, not my family. Who, what rule? What world do you rule? Not my God, not my Lord and Savior. And you can stay over there and go in the blind and 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 then Jesus. I remember Jesus telling me. He said, "I I complained. I won't lie. I complained about how much you know was on my plate. I complained. I complained about the burden of being called and coming out of that." And he said, "Do you want to go back?" He said, you can go back over there with them and you can just, you know, put your blindfold back on and you can just, you know, be led, led blindly, but not blindly, but, you know, you're blinded. You're blinded because you don't want to see. It's not because he can't give you the ability to see. He tried to take your blindfold off and you said, I don't want to do all that. I don't want that much responsibility. I don't want to take, you know, I don't want to go to that level. And so he said, it's okay. Just put your blindfold back on. I'll protect you. And so you have angels around you protecting you, keeping you, making sure you're okay. But then there's the warriors that he has called out that have said, no, I'm ready. I'm ready for the next, the next step. They took their blindfolds off and he gave them an armor. He gave them a suit and armor and he gave them a weapon, the word of God. And they're fighting for you. And I'm not saying you should feel bad or anything. I'm just saying that, you know, consider that. Consider that you could be helping. Consider how much, you know, more we would get done. Consider how much more power we would have. Consider how you know, much power and how much you, how much more you would be, how much more you would know, how much more, you know, how much of a level, how much more, you know, knowledge and how much more of a level, you know, and how that would feel to be on that level. Because I want to also say the, you know, there's pros and cons. The cons is there's more 
responsibility. The cons is you have to lead a holier life. The cons are, I mean, well, it's not a con to me, but it's like, it still feels like a con because, you know, you like to relax and a lot of things. It's like, you can't relax. You can't let your guard down because what we see as relaxing is a perverted way. This world is pulling us into sin. And the cons are, you know, they have just like you have an assignment. These demons, these witches, they have an assignment to you. When you're as soon as you're assigned and you're suited up and you're given a certain level of power, Satan sends a witch after you with a whole army of demons that you have to fight. So that's a con. But the pros are the power. God gives you spiritual gifts. He lavishes them on you. One day when you do show up in heaven, you are going to be on a certain level, in a certain level of heaven with such a mansion that everybody does not receive. With a certain amount of power that is reflective of all the work you have put in. These are pros and the pros are so worth it. It's just they are not just handed over to you. They are earned. And that's just... That's just what I've noticed. That's just what I've seen. But regardless of anything, I'm I've accepted this position. I'm honored to, you know, help the Lord protect our people and protect us. I'm honored to do this. I'm honored that he would think that I am worthy enough in order to give me such a power to be able to protect us. And I'm also honored that I have angered, intimidated and plundered the gates of hell so much that Satan has to send and assign different witches, sorcerers, and demons to me. I don't want to be the one that, you know, Satan is like, you know, yes, attack them, but don't you, you know, you might as well not even bother. Because they are, you know, they're, they're just on this level. They're not coming out of this level. They won't, they're not much of a threat. Now, when it comes to this one right here. You better not ever let up off of them. You better not ever take your eyes off of them. You better not, it better not be a thing that they do. They better not breathe differently and you ain't know about it. That's where you want to be. That's definitely where you want to be. Yes, it's hard. I complain. I'm learning not to complain, but I have complained a lot about it. Yes, it's very hard. It's challenging, you know, and when it comes down to it, you know, a lot of times I do wish that it was a little easier but I was you know not only did he ask me if I wanted to go back one time I actually went back a little bit I had went back for a second just it was just a test from God to see you know to show me why I need to stop complaining he sent me back and when I got back there I said wait I'm too far ahead I had been through too much I had fought and it gotten so strong I had gotten so much stronger that when I was there, I felt selfish. I felt like I had so much power, so much more power than I needed. And that that needed to be used for what I was doing before, even though I felt like I needed more power in order to accomplish what needed to be done in that situation. I realized that being placed back in this situation, I felt like it was too easy, way too easy way too easy you have no idea 
because when you come out of that, you can't go back. It's too easy and you're 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 too strong. And that strength is to be used to fight for God's kingdom. That strength is to be used to fight for your his people, your people, our people. And if you keep that all to yourself and you just like, nah, I would just, you know, I want to go back and just let people fight for me with their prayers. I want to go back and, you know, be the one that is fought for, not the one fighting. You'll find that, you know, you don't even need the power anymore because you don't have anything to use it for. Like, I guess you could just sit with it and just be like, yeah, at least I got it. And I'm telling you, it doesn't feel good. It feels like, what am I doing? I should be fighting. But when you come out of that and you get back in your position, you find that you need to be stronger in order to accomplish, you know, the task at hand. You need to fight and get stronger. You need to keep working. And that's what probably scared you back into that position. But it will definitely get in that position will definitely scare you back into keep into keep into continuing the fight. So. I mean. Like I said, there's some people who are okay with that. They're okay with just, you know, being fought for, and that's fine. But then there's the people that Jesus calls, that God calls out of that to remove the blindfold, to suit up. And I'm telling you, the power, the spiritual gifts that he gives you are so amazing. They're so amazing and worth it. And you think that, you know, finding Jesus was the best thing that ever happened to your life. And then he shows you all these different things that's capable and possible. And you find that, you know, what he's showing you, the levels he's taking you to is so much bigger and so much greater than you ever thought life could ever be. And that's just what it really is about. That's really what it's about. So I learned that, you know, Jesus gave me peace and I could have stayed in that peace And I could have just let, you know, Jesus fight for me for the rest of my life. And I could have just, you know, stayed at a certain level. And I could have just left it there. I could have done that. I could have just, because God asked me, he he gave me an offer. He offered me a position. He offered me this position. And I obliged happily. Of course, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I mean, that's, you know, I won't say that's to say the least, but that's really, you know, when I say that, I mean that God got me. God is protecting me. He's always here and he wins. He does win. There's no power that matches his. Yes, that's true. But what I'm saying is that, you know, it requires a certain level from you because God knows what you're capable of. He knows who you are and who you can be. And who you can't you can't trick God you can't you know don't you know when you cheat on your test at school if you ever cheated on a test at school and you the only person you were cheating was was yourself that's pretty much what this is like you can't you the only person you'll be cheating is yourself you have to apply yourself you have to apply yourself so I'm learning that you know even though these witches don't have much of a they don't have much room. They really don't have much room. And they have to work 10 times as harder, 10 times harder than we do, but we work hard. The only reason they have to work 10 times harder is because 
they're working for the wrong side for one and they know the risk that they take when they go against God and one thing that I know that it feels like Satan definitely versus them on is don't underestimate the power of good you never underestimate the power of good never so they have to work 10 times harder around the clock to not underestimate that and it still doesn't really ever work out for them but regardless this this fight this position this this calling it is a requirement it does it requires more of you but i guess you know like i said if you want to stay in a certain level then you know keep doing what you're doing you're still you're doing great but i guess i just see it from a different angle now i see it from a different place and this is not just because i feel like we could use the help it's also because you know you don't understand what this does to your perspective on life. This, this You don't understand past your perspective, what it does to your soul, what it does to your heart. Like you reach a new level of love of God. And it's, it's different. It's a different world. It's so much more worth it. And it's, it's definitely worth giving it a shot. And, you know, I'm sure... After you found Jesus, you thought that was the great, there was no greater love. And then he introduces you to this and you, the only thing you can think about is what, what, who I was without it. Like what life was like without it and what life is now and how much I would have missed out on if I did not accept that calling, if I did not answer to that call. It's something so amazing that the Lord wants to show you and you have to actually take the first step and agree first. He's not going to give you a preview. He's not going to tell you, you know, this is what you'll get if you do this. Well, he might, but that's is there's no comparison to telling you that then actually experiencing it. Excuse me, then actually experience it. Experiencing experience experiencing it. I'm tripping off my words, but to actually experience it is totally different than being told about it. I can never tell you in the right words to explain the actual experience. And that's just the truth. And yes, it's a hard fight, but the strength that comes along with it, the experience that comes along with it, and the growth, the power that the Lord gives you and the love that you learn that he has for you. He always had it for you. You all you you've always known about it, but just to get a new look on it, just to get a new look on what that consists of and what it's really like to fight these battles for the people you love, for his kingdom. Is it's amazing. And like I'm sure when I was over on that side, I said I don't think it's fair that other people have to battle, have to fight these battles like that. And now that I'm over on this side, I cannot lie. I'm saying I don't think it's fair that they don't get to see what this is like. But you know what's fair? We all have opportunity to. We all have the opportunity. We all have the chance to. All you have to do is answer the call, and you have to. 
you have to want to be on another level with God. You have to. But I know I learned one thing. If Satan is not sending demons after you and it's not targeting you specifically or assigning demons to you, then what are you really doing? 